What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Royally Speaking Podcast. Sit down, have a drink, and let's get into some things. What is up, everybody? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? New week. Okay, we didn't get an episode last week, but we're doing it this week. So last week, I'm going to be honest with y'all, I did not. I recorded an episode, and I just didn't have the energy to edit it. And I recorded the episode on Sunday, no, Saturday. And it was like a whole bunch of stuff was happening on Sunday. And then we got so much clarification on Monday. I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to re-record this. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just do an episode next week. We're going to take a break this week. So I, before we get into the topics, I'm going to try not to be too long. But every time I say that, I end up being here long. So I'm going to try not to be here that long. But I, I want to say happy birthday to Summer Walker. That's my one of my favorite singers. Um, love her a lot. So happy birthday to my my boo. And also, we're going to get into some music. I'm going to talk about music first, and then we're going to get into all the gossip and the mess. So albums that was released that I have not listened to yet, but I'm definitely definitely going to listen to them and give my review. So we have Fabio Foreign. Um, these albums came out on the 8th, so April 8th. Fabio Foreign Bible. We have Coyla Ray, Trendsetter, Sid with her album, don't ask me the name. I, oh, I kind of forgot the name almost. Um, and then we have Leia, L-A-Y-A. We have Leia and she just released her album as well. I love Leia. I haven't listened to the album yet, but I love it. The songs that she did put out as singles, they were really good. And she's very talented to me. I adore her. I think she's beautiful. I think she's fun, you know, very, very talented, like just a beautiful, 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 beautiful soul. So shout out to her. Um, I discovered her on TikTok. So that was like a few months ago and I couldn't wait for the album to be released and it's finally out. So I'm definitely, that's probably, probably going to be the first album that I listened to out of all the ones that I just named. Now, when it comes to Koi's album, I, w- I heard a few songs because I was listening when other people was listening to it, like on YouTube, doing like reaction videos and reviews and stuff. The only song that I could say that I really like that I heard, because I haven't listened to it with my headphones on, me chilling and just vibing out to it. But the songs that I did hear that I will say that I like was the song with her, um, H-E-R, and then the song with Young Blue. I thought those two songs really stuck out to me, but the other songs were kind of repetitive and, you know, I don't know, I wasn't really feeling it too much, but maybe if I listened to it on my own, maybe some songs would probably sound better to me. I don't know. We'll see. So, (laughs) um, some songs that came out last week was Top Notch by City Girls, and I believe um, Lotto and Mariah Carey's song came out last week, or was it the week before? I'm not for sure, but Top Notch was cute. I loved um, JT's verse. I think JT really did what needed to be done. Um, When it comes to Fabio and Young Miami, I wasn't really feeling it too much. It wasn't really like my favorite verses from them. I was just like, uh, I feel like JT carried the song on her back, but she usually do that a lot of times, so you know. But <laughs> when it comes to Lotto and Mariah Carey Big Energy, I thought I wanted Mariah to come on and give like a new verse. I feel like she just basically came and did what she did on her version of Fantasy, and I was just like, uh, I wish she would have gave a new verse and, and, and stuff like that and kind of added like some freshness to the song but 
it's cool it, it was good for what it was it wasn't a bad thing but i low-key prefer like the version with just lotto on it to be honest because i feel like mariah was just harmonizing on it um she did do her verse from her version of her fantasy um song and i was just like okay it's cute but you know i like the original from both of them so you know i like mariah carey version with old dirty bastard and then i love lotto version with just her on it so yeah that's how i feel but shout out to them too so now we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into the mess now i want to talk about this whole asian doll situation first just to get it out the way because it's a lot you know it's always a lot with asian doll asian got into it with katie got bands now what happened is okay nikki previewed the we go up song before it came out before five year foreign was on it she just previewed it she went on live and she was just talking to us as her fans and she was saying how she scrapped the song from her album because she had an idea of what the album sounds like and she just felt like that song didn't fit it so she was you know scrapping it and um her former manager big fendi was telling her to release it so she didn't want to do it but she previewed it and you know we all hit up like no you need to put this out like right now um asian doll heard it and she wanted nikki to send it to her and she wanted to hop on it then Fabio Foreign came out and asked to be on it and we get the song and it ended up being Fabio Foreign instead of Asian Doll. So we got that situation. Now I would say maybe a little bit prior, um, the whole thing with Koi. Um, she was just like, you know, none of y'all gonna get a feature before me. That's what Asian said. But then Koi ended up getting her feature and the song ended up coming out. So we fast forward to after the whole We Go Up situation, you have Asian coming out saying she the queen of drill and all of this other stuff and Katie got a hold of it and come to find out Katie got bands was actually she's actually a Chicago rapper I never listened to a song from her y'all I'm gonna be honest with you I don't know what she rap or sing or whatever I don't know she's actually that girl like if you see her y'all know exactly who she is because people tend to use her meme a lot on social media since it came out um it's like that girl who was holding a gun and that like that small gun and she was just dancing and smiling with it it was like a little gun so it's her and um she put i guess she put out a diss record on asian because asian called herself the queen of drill and a lot of people are saying that katie was actually the first female rapper to do drill music so you know all that stuff came out and this is what um, asian had to say and this i i believe this is what kind of started all the drama if i'm not mistaken between them two well first it was this okay let me get into these tweets so asia said queen of drill no b is better asia doll putting these b's on drill keep climbing i see y'all but no b doing it or gonna do it like so this here is the whole thing what katie got bands of what she had to say Ooh, the that like, people could call themselves a king or a queen. Like, we all kings and queens. Ain't no little ass and little yous with me. But the moment people think they're going to come at me and disrespect my hard work, my legacy, my culture, my city, our movement, move it out the way. Let's go. Ain't nobody taking me off my throne because I am not the drill queen. I am the first lady. I am the drill queen. The president, Drillery Clinton herself. 
Who gonna move me? Nobody from Iraq or nowhere. I put in real work down there, like, let's go. Stop playing. I hear you. Know, we lead us in Iraq. Everybody wanna be us. Not even just who everybody wanna make drill music now. But guess look, what? It's, it's what they is something wrong with respect us. Um like people could call themselves a king or a queen. Like we all you... kings and queens, ain't no little ass and little use for me. But the moment people think they gonna All right, so that's what Katie Got Bands had to say in her interview. Um she then put Drill Queen as her name on her Instagram page. So that's how all this stuff came about was because of what Asian had to say. And then this is what she had. She got this random interview from this guy on the shade room. Um, he seems to be the only one that wants to in really interview her, to be honest with you, because every time you turn around, them two talking. So this is what she had to say. Look, we were Asian doll. Asian doll, who is the queen of Drill? What? You heard what I like, said, huh? who, the, who the queen? Damn, put them on FaceTime. <laughs> What's the next question? All right, cool. So when you drop a new music, because like everybody keeps seeing you posting everything but music. So when you gonna no, drop No, no, no. I post music and I post everything else too. So you tell me that's what y'all, you know y'all So like. when the album comes. But I ain't gonna lie to you though. Let's do a drill now, real, real soon, I ain't gonna lie. Okay. I'm about to take over drill. I'm about to sign like a couple young girls. Probably guys too. Okay. What else am I do? Movies. Uh, I don't want to say these two big announcements because it's too big to announce. That's going on. Mm -hmm. Long live King Von. Okay. Queen of Drill. Let's okay. go. All right. So real quick, <laughs> last question. How do you feel that Katie Vance says she Queen of Drill? Why you say that? I'm asking you a question. Then I put them on Facetime. I have etiquette. Jump like a dime. We ain't your All right. So look, we were Asian doll. Asian doll. Who is the? All right. That's. That's what Asian Doll had to say. Now, this is what kickstarted, that really kickstarted everything, responses, shade, all type of stuff. So, Katie got bands tweeted and said that I'm, speech, I'm speechless. I woke up to a message from Nicki Minaj. I love Queen. Okay? So, apparently Nicki DM'd Katie got bands and was showing her, um, you know, basically was showing her love a little bit, but... She had been DMing Nikki for years since like 2018. So Nikki saw the messages and responded back to her. It was like, you know, I'm gonna listen to your mixtape and all of that stuff. Now we don't know if the message was true or we don't, you know, she did take a picture of the DM, but we don't know if it was Photoshopped or not. We don't know when Nikki sent this message to her. Like we really don't know. My whole thing is she didn't go in a DM like being shady towards Asian or nothing like that. You know, she saw the girl showing her love and she responded. So, allegedly, because we don't really know if the message was real or not. It looked real to me, but I don't know. Nikki always does that. Like, she'll go and look at her DM and see there's been people that have been writing her for years. It was the same thing with Bia, where she went in to DM Bia and show her love and then saw that Bia had been hitting her up for years. So, you know, it was another situation like that. Now, Asian goes on and says, I'm built for this ish, and then put a hundred emoji and a ladder. Then she say, me and lawyer get you played with, so it's time to play back with these whack ABs. Suck my D. I'm trying not to cuss y'all, so that's why, you know, my goodness, they, wow, <laughs> they cuss a lot. So it's a lot of bleeping. 
Um, I got so much genuine love in me. You bees don't even know y'all waking up a demon. And I'm going to watch any bee on any track any effing day. From now on, F all you hating A-H's, I'm going to get my time. Trust me. Even if I got to take one of you bees out for it. Now, 100 emoji. Bye. Watch how the tables turn on everybody that want to see me fail so bad. I don't do ish to nobody. You bees can die eating a fat D. Honestly, I spit on your grave because how everybody treat me is effed up. But I'm no punk. I'm built for this ish. So call you. So all you hating, you H's, gonna get it. All right, so look, we were right, A's so that's that same video. Um, and shout out to the shade room because that's what I'm reading these tweets from and playing these videos and stuff like that. So somebody tweeted Asian and told her to put an ad on it. She said, I'm talking to every B word that was born with eyes and ears. Then she goes on to say, remember, it's always everybody against me, LOL. Literally, a deep, one deep against the world has been like that. Bees will even link with their ops just to go against me. Everybody against Asian, huh? Okay, let's get it on. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. So Katie got bands tweeted and said, I've been a Nikki fan since I was in sixth grade. Congratulations. Okay, good. Um, we're not going to let them. Somebody tweeted Katie and said, we're not going to let them. And I'm from Philly. And no, this was your, your wave. U-N-S-G-H. I don't know who that is. Since 2013, I remember the YouTube interviews and shows. Y'all was overseas while bees was still playing dolls. She retweeted that. Then she tweeted and said, I don't give a F what we got going on at home. That's my, that's family matters. But when they MF come for our city, we gonna stand together. That's what, that's, that's, that's what Katie had to say. <laughs> so she retweeted somebody else that said, exactly. Bees want to be so Chicago and now Chicago here. Then she said, first you stole cash doll, cash doll name. Now you think you coming for the drill queen. Damn B, damn HRB. I don't know. That's bleeped out so do you originate anything asia tweeted and said i'm not beefing with nobody nothing but love coming from the quarn it's supposed to be queen but she spelled q u e r n of drill have a blessed day mm -hmm. then she tweeted a laughing emoji and um there was a tweet that katie got bans tweeted in 2012 that said nikki with us nikki not with us she's against us mf is better tune into reality okay now this went on for days. Y'all, it's so draining. I'm sorry. <laughs> a Asian doll said, if you was in my DM for years straight asking for a feature, shut your bulldog A up. Katie said, wait, bees, let's not effing forget you were mentioning me when you started rapping after me. In interviews, in DM, me saying you were dying to do a song with me since forever, bro. It was never beef. You disrespected me, my city, and our culture like being from the rack is a effing game. Then she says, oh, and another thing, we can still do a song and I'm still gonna eat your A up on the track. We can go bar for bar. Then she say, all you had to do was just rap. You've been dragging it, playing with my city and our culture and I'm not having it. Okay. Texas is not even a drill state, B word. <laughs> the fact that I have to say alphabets and stuff is so childish. Oh my goodness. So Koi took the time out of her day to tweet Asian and Katie got bands and said, just want to let y'all know that y'all some trendsetters. But speaking of trendsetter, let me know what y'all think about my album. Asian said she put up to the album release and she love it. Um, 
and i think that was it after that so my whole thing and if it ain't child we really don't care but my whole thing is asian she unfollowed and let me say this okay let me add this to it i almost forgot she unfollowed nikki on instagram and then she posted a video of cardi on her set of the video with the dougie b guy with they drill song they was behind the scenes doing a video and you know doing like them funny videos that they be doing in new york with the whole bing bong thing so they kind of did something like that while it was on the set of the video asian posted it now a lot of people including me thought it was really shady and i still do think that it's shady but come to find out asian is actually dating the guy dougie b who is doing a song with cardi so i find it very interesting because you know you wasn't really seeing it for cardi like that like you was just nikki 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 and then you go and you're posting a clip with cardi b in it i'm like okay hmm interesting so a lot of people are feeling like the tweets that um asian was putting up was like subliminal towards nikki could be could be not but my whole thing is asian if it is you being shady towards nikki which i think a lot of us probably probably feel that way nikki have shown you love for years and i mean years is she accepted the genuineness that you gave her during the hate train and she supported you throughout your journey and i feel like now you get to a point where you feeling like you're upset because you're not getting what you want you're not getting the attention that you feel like you deserve but you you're not really doing anything but really beefing with people and i followed asian so i know you know what i'm saying like you would put out a good song and then it would get overlooked with drama because you're on twitter arguing with people you're being shady towards people or you're being overly obsessive over this feature with nikki and it gets overshadowed the drama tends to overshadow the music you could have you built so much momentum with i don't give a f by none of that that song was really good a lot of people was loving it it was trending on twitter it charted on apple music really well like you were doing good and you could have really rode that wave put out another good song drop your album or mixtape ep or something like what project have you put out you just been dropping little songs and then we back to the drama again like how you want an artist like a Nicki Minaj to want to work with you and you're not even musically active you on social media arguing all the time and if that's not even the case that's only that's the only thing the blogs are really posting is you arguing with people never mind if they don't if they have a blue check on their name they really finna start posting when you arguing with them you have so many female rappers that have came out and talked about your attitude talked about how you act towards people your ways i didn't like when megan came out and was calling asian a hothead and i still don't like it because that could have hindered megan being a grammy award winner being the 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 top girl or whatever it ain't it wasn't really favorable for asian for someone in that caliber to come out and say that she's a hothead because that's another word for difficult so that could keep and hinder a lot of people from wanting to work with uh asians so i didn't like that but and i still don't like it and i'm not going to agree with it today because of what is going on right now asian you got to make it about the music if you want the attention you got to make it about the music bia was very active musically it still is koi Ray, even after the whole situation with her going on stage and basically being booed or people just being really dry when she would perform she kept going and now she have an album out so these girls that nikki are working with they're active 
They're putting out music. They're consistent. You're not. You will put out a song today and then you won't put out another song till the next few months. It'll get overlooked because you done got into some drama with somebody. You done start being shady towards people. So it's like at the end of the day, your attitude does seem to over. I mean, it, it tends to overshadow your, your music. So that's how that's what I got to say about that. I feel like Asian get it together. You want it about the music. You want you want it to be about the music and less about the drama Then give less drama, give less drama. You got to work your way up and no, like stop expecting these artists to give you all a handout, like put in work. So anyways, off of that, I'm tired of talking about that. They got on my nerves. Okay. Every last one of them. Next, I'm going to get into Will Smith. So Will Smith is banned from the Oscars for 10 years. And how do I feel about that? That was after the whole slap situation with Chris Rock. Now, how I feel about that? Very unnecessary. Um... Banning him for 10 years, I think that's really harsh. It was a slap, okay? It shouldn't have happened. Um, I feel like those were two men had a situation that was very childish and immature, to be honest with you. But I feel like the whole 10-year ban situation is just too much. Now, I've been tired of this situation since it happened. I want to slap both of them because I've been having to deal with this being talked about constantly since it happened. And I'm tired of it. I want I wanted I just wanted to be gone. Do what y'all gonna do and, and leave it alone. So apparently Will Smith accepted the whole um he accepted the Academy's decision to ban him and whatever. Now it doesn't says it doesn't say that he won't be nominated or win anything. It's just basically saying that he can't attend for ten years. Now you have Jada Pickett who came out and felt like and said that she felt like it was wrong, it shouldn't have happened. Whatever. My whole thing is, those were two men, they could have handled that situation a little bit differently behind the scenes or whatever. Um, people who are parading around that and what happened, I feel like, honestly, it, to me, it's not even about them doing it in front of white people. It's just the point of them doing it, period. You know what I mean? Chris Rock is a comedian. Even as regular human beings who are not in, even in an industry, when you go to a comedy show and you're sitting in the front row, or you're sitting in a row where it's visible to the person who's on stage giving jokes. Nine times out of ten, they're going to point somebody out from the crowd and make a joke about them. Or make fun of them or say something that may come up as offensive. So I'm like, how could you, you know what I'm saying, really be upset like that? Like, it was a joke. You know what I mean? Even... I remember when Whitney Houston was alive, like there was so many skits on these comedy shows about her being on drugs and her and Bobby and stuff like that. And I didn't really see nobody getting up on stage and slapping and fighting these people who were making these jokes about Whitney and other artists in the industry or anything. You know, it was taken as a joke and everybody moved on from it. So that's my whole thing about it. Like it's, it wasn't really that big of a deal. Um, but that is his wife. And if that's how he felt, if that's what he felt like he needed to do, then, hey, something was said about your wife. You felt like you want to handle it in the way that you feel need to handle it. Then you do that. I don't blame him, but I feel like it could have been handled differently. This 10 year ban, maybe it could have been three years, two years or a, a year. Um, that would have been fine. But 10? No, I ain't accepting that. I'm not going for it. Mm -mm. No. So that's how I feel about about that situation. I think it was unnecessary. 
So we're going to go into this situation that is um, really, uh, I'm, I kind of don't want to talk about it, but I think I am. So there's this guy by the name of Krishnan who was stabbed to death by his girlfriend in their Miami home. Now, there has been some people who have came out and said that the relationship was toxic between them two. It wasn't the best. The girlfriend who um, who did these things but stabbed him and stuff like that. I'm trying to find her name. What is her name? So her name is Courtney Taylor. Um, she stabbed him. I don't, I don't know if they said how many times she did it, but she stabbed him quite some times. Now, she was on... A podcast show and she was saying how she prefers she's a white woman by the way okay and he's a black man she said in a in a podcast interview a shout out to mob radio because she played the the interview during her show the other day she said in the interview that she dates black guys she doesn't date any other guys she only dates black guys then she says she only date rich black guys um mm, now I was a little bit disturbed by that, but we go we go get into it. So apparently, a lot of people are not really specifically black women, and a few black men, and I'm one of the black men um, who just feel like you know we can't really give too much energy, or we can't like we we just can't really stand behind this situation, even though we hope that him and his family get the justice, because nobody deserves to to die in the hands of someone else. You know what I mean? It's not right. It's not fair. Um, you didn't give that person life, so I don't feel like it's fair for you to take it. And even if you did give them life, it ain't fair for you to take it. But it's just wrong. You know what I mean? So I'm not embellishing in this situation. I'm not feeling like it's okay. Like, I'm really uncomfortable with it. And I don't like the fact that she's, it seems like she's getting away with it scot-free. But for me, it's like, I just can't, I'm not standing in the front line i'm not um giving my energy to this because i just feel like the things that he said towards black women were very wrong and disrespectful now this is some of the tweets regardless of how i feel and how we may feel he deserves justice period so this is some stuff that he had to say about black girls and black women keep in mind these tweets are from 2011 and 2012 so very old old tweets and his stance may be a little bit it might have been different prior to his death it might have been different in, re in uh recent years but look who, who his girlfriend is you know so i feel like it kind of still stands but this, this, these are the tweets okay on january 10th 2012 he tweeted can't believe one of my followers thinks i talk to black girls when i don't january 31st 2012 he tweeted one of my followers black girls are born knowing how to shake they a ss then he said me honestly i don't care they're not my type okay march 29th 2012 he said the way black girls disgrace themselves on tv <laughs> then we have uh march 13th 2012 he said black girls aren't the only ones who can cook in the world then may 3rd 2012 he tweeted once again i'm tired of these black girls in my government class <sighs> august 11 2011 martin's show is just too funny gina be hated too much with her loud black self typical january 10th 2012 he tweeted can't believe one of my followers thinks 
I talk to black girls when I don't. Okay, that's the same thing. Um, September 21st, 2012, he said the thirst of black people in college. Shaking my head. February 22nd, 2012, he tweeted somebody by the name of Tony Petroni. LOL, LOL, I love white people. She, me too, girl. That's what he said. Tweeted somebody else February 1st, 2015. He said white titties are greater than, he did like the greater than symbol and said black titties just saying, ha. So basically saying white boobs are better than black boobs. That's, that's another thing he tweeted, okay? And it goes, it goes oh, on. Video it goes okay. on. Oh, my bad. I almost played a video. October 31st, 2013, he tweeted, Dang, all the characters I want to be for Halloween were always white. Ah, change me. Then he put a monkey emoji, put a pointing finger towards a white male emoji. So I guess he wanted to be white instead of black. January 9th, 2014. He said, it's funny when my buds think I get offended when they say I, when they say I black joke. I guess he meant to say a black joke. Probably the last person to care about that nonsense. LOL. So basically, he didn't like the he didn't like himself as a black person. He didn't like black women. Um, he had a lot of white friends and hung around a lot of white people. Now, you see why a lot of people feel like, you know, we really can't give our energy into this or we really can't it's nothing we really can do about this because he chose his side he chose his side he chose what was greater than so my whole thing is why are people feeling like black women need to stand in the forefront and fight for his justice and speak up for him and on his behalf when he have said the things that he have said and he chose his side there are plenty of black men in the world who feel like white women are more superior than black women and, you know, they don't like their own identity. A lot of people who are like that, who tend to mostly have white friends or, well, they mostly hang around people that can't relate to their trauma, struggle or what they've gone through in the world or what their ancestors have gone through tend to be the ones who have self-identity issues. They don't like who they are as a person, so they hang around these particular people so they can feel included because it takes them out of the reality of the fact that they're that they're black and now this is happening and everybody is like doing think pieces they saying how black women should just look past it and stand for him i don't think the problem is that people don't want him to have justice but how do you expect for people to to really feel sympathetic when we go back and we're looking at these tweets from a few years ago now my whole thing is how old was he when these tweets were made because he could have been an ignorant teenager and when he became an adult his stats may have may have changed you know but we don't know that made it seem as if white women were white women were more superior and then we see you with a white woman and now she done stabbed you up a lot of y'all think that a lot of these men okay I watched an episode of Ayala, and some of y'all may remember this episode. I watched Ayala religiously. She had an episode, and um, she had some like some black women on the show. She had the lady from um, Players Players Club, Ronnie, on there. Um, she had Lyrica, not Lyrica, Lyra Galore on there, and a few other people. And they all had some of them had daddy issues and stuff like that. So. They set up this thing where they had black men, white women, and you know, it was them as black women. So it was kind of like a thing where they were seeing how they interact and how they 
communicate and stuff like that with with guys and how guys communicate with them and how they answer back majority of the guys that were there who were supposed to be talking to lyra and other girls were mostly going to the white women and were talking to them and, and catering to them and, and stuff like that the question came up and they somebody asked i don't remember who it was but they asked you know why do you like white women more than black women or you know why do you choose white women over black women and the man said that he felt like white women are more submissive they're they're quiet you know they let them lead and stuff like that they're more calmer like it that that really turned me off completely so a lot of a lot of black men tend to date white women because they feel like they can get their way they can do whatever they want to do and white women are more submissive to them and, and stuff like that and i just feel like that's trash behavior i don't like it i just don't like it all videotape her I'm about to play this video. I don't know what this video is. I think this is of the girl, Courtney. So let's see what, what this is about. I'll videotape her. Right now, she, yeah, you should go. Yeah, you should go. Because you just killed your boyfriend. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. I'll videotape her. Right now, she, yeah. So this is a video of Courtney. She was at a bar in Miami. After she killed this man, she's supposed, this is what the person tweeted, who recorded her, I think. Um, I think she's the one who recorded her, Ashley O. She said, not this fool Courtney Taylor being out at a bar in Miami like she didn't just kill Toby. She said a few days ago, but I thought you were mentally unstable and suicidal. It's the audacity for me. So apparently she was supposed to be in like this psych ward, I think. There were some people saying that, but I don't know if that was true. She's not in jail. She's not in prison after killing this man. She's scot-free in the bar, and the girl was telling her to leave and running her out. So it's pictures of this girl full of blood on the floor, handcuffed. And she ain't in jail? She's not in prison? Like, what? Anyways, this is the news. The police were called to the Pariso condos in Edgewater where they found Christian stabbed near lifeless. Medics rushed him to Ryder Trauma where he later died. Police say this was a domestic situation and they detained a woman not too long after the stabbing after they arrived. But she, Baker, acted, meaning that she had to involuntarily be taken to a mental health hospital. That woman has not been formally charged, so we are not identifying her. But Florida's Baker Act requires up to a 72-hour hold for evaluation. Sunday evening, Miami police were called to the Pariso condos in Edgewater. So that was the, the news clip and what they had to say. She should have been in a psych ward. She should be in prison. The key should be thrown out. Um, she should rot because you killed somebody. You you killed somebody and you got away scot-free. If the tables were turned, I've, it wouldn't have been the same energy at all. Like, he would have been in prison. So, he deserved to get his rights and I'm going to stand by that in that regard. But... I'm done with the situation because um, I feel like all the rest of the how the rest of the black women in the world feel. I feel exactly how they feel. Moving on, because it is what it is. So I just saw this today, but Carry On Franklin, which is Kirk Franklin's son, um, the one he was cussing out in that audio, he's arrested apparently in Beverly Hills and held without bond, without bail, because on Sunday allegedly, well it says. Carrion Franklin was arrested in Beverly Hills on Sunday and is currently being held without bail. 
There are very few confirmed details about what led to the arrest. However, according to his arrest record, the charge level has been identified as a misdemeanor. He is scheduled to appear in court on Tuesday. So, the post prior to that, it was saying something about um there was a car that that he drove or something like that because it was a woman who was killed. So I'm trying to look for that post because we're going to talk about that. All right. So shout out to the neighborhood talk. This is where I'm reading this from because the neighborhood talk, I, I mean, the shade room didn't have the post that I was looking for, but the neighborhood talk does. So according to the neighborhood talk, neighbors, it looks like Kirk Franklin's son was arrested in connection to the murder of a woman. According to several reports in Larry Reed Live, Carrion Franklin was arrested while driving in California after a Beverly Hills police officer stopped him for a broken car taillight. When the cops searched his car, they had discovered an illegal pistol. Now, this is where it gets crazy. After discovering the weapon, that's when police took him in for questioning. Franklin says the pistol didn't belong to him. It was also discovered that the car he was driving did not belong to him either, but to a missing woman who was rumored to be murdered. Franklin has now been charged with three felonies and is being held in Texas. We will keep you updated. So this is crazy. Um, he's on. He's currently on a show called Bad Boys Club LA. It's produced by Natalie Nunn and it's on Zeus. He just recently came out, um, came out as bisexual because there were two guys on the show that was kind of pressing him about his sexuality and was wanting to know what he was into because they felt like he was a little too close to the gay guys that were on the show. So they kept questioning him about his sexuality and he, you know, he basically was forced to come out. Um, now we have this situation. He, you know, he, the episode just came out where he was very emotional about his father and stuff like that. And now we see this. He could have brought the car from somebody. He could have been borrowing the car from somebody. You know, we don't really know. We don't know. Maybe he has something to do with the killing of the girl. We don't know, but you see how quick it was for them to charge him for something, but this white lady who was covered in blood and they have proof that she killed her boyfriend and she's not charged with anything. They wouldn't say her name on television, on the news. She's at the bar in Miami drinking and having, trying to have fun, but she's not in jail or in prison or charged with anything. But this person who just so happened to be driving in a dead woman's car with a gun inside of the car is charged with three felonies and being held with no bail. Hmm. Very, very questionable. So nothing else has come out about it since then, you know, about him being held with no, no bail or anything like that. He is scheduled to be in court on Tuesday. So we'll get some stuff on Tuesday, which is tomorrow about what's going on. So um, if he didn't do it, hopefully um, he gets out of the situation. If he did, hey, you deserve what you get, honestly. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so I just seen this. I'm going to talk about this before I end the episode. So Britney Spears and Sam... It's Gary, her boyfriend, our fiance, are expecting their first child together. So proud of Brittany. Brittany is free, and I'm happy about that. I felt like her family did her so, so wrong, and hopefully she can get her justice the way that she deserves to get it. Put, the, put all their asses in jail, because they was wrong. 
Brittany gave this very long message. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna read it. <laughs> I'm gonna read it. She said, I lost so much weight to go on my Maui trip only to gain it back. I thought, geez, what happened to my stomach? My husband said, no, you are full pregnant, silly. So I got a pregnancy test and, uh, well, I am having a baby. Four days later, I got a little more full pregnant and it's growing. If two are in there, I might just lose it. Hmm. I obviously won't be going out as much due to the pa the paps getting their money shot of me. Like, like they unfortunately already have. It's hard because when I was pregnant, I had prenatal depression. I have to say it is absolutely horrible. Women didn't talk about it back then. Some people considered it dangerous if a woman complained like that with a baby inside her. But now women talk about it every day. Thank Jesus we don't have to keep that pay keep that pain a reserved paper secret. Proper secret. Oh my goodness, God I can't read today. But now women talk about it every day. Thank Jesus we don't have to keep that pain a reserved proper secret. This time I will be doing yoga every day, spreading lots of love and joy. Lots of joy and love. So shout out to Brittany. Oh my gosh, she's pregnant. She's married. I didn't know what, I didn't know Brittany got married. I must have blinked. But shout out to Brittany. I love Brittany a lot. Um one of my favorite pop stars. Love her a lot. So shout out to Brit Brit. And um yeah, that's the end of this episode. This is the longest episode I have done. And I'm planning on keeping it shorter next to trying to keep it shorter because, oh my goodness, I could just go on. But yeah, I will see you guys later. Um, Love y'all so much. Thank you for the support. I truly appreciate every single one of you. You guys mean the world to me. Thank you for all the love and the support. I greatly and truly appreciate it. So I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace, peace, peace. So before we end the episode, I almost forgot to talk about um, the guy, Christian, um, who was killed by his girlfriend, Courtney. His brother came out to talk about black women and people not really standing with his brother right now um, because of some old tweets that resurfaced. So according to the Shade Room, this is their post. It says, Christian Obumseli. Obumseli, I guess that's how you say his name, pronounce the last name. Um, brother says, we cannot do this without community. In statement addressed in Christian's previous tweets about black people and women. He, put, he posted, as a family, we strongly disagree with the ignorant and repulsive tweets from my then high school age brother that have recently resurfaced. However, the tweets do not diminish or demand for a thorough investigation into Toby's murder or negate the necessity for justice. It's been a week since my brother was brutally and senselessly killed. Courtney Taylor, Clinney's actions have not been met with an ounce of remorse. We've seen videos of Courtney kissing her dogs while covered in what we believe to be my brother's blood and casually getting drinks at a hotel bar days later while my brother lays in, in a morgue. The bottom line is inextricably clear. Courtney is being treated differently because of her privilege as a wealthy white woman. Within 24 hours following Toby's death, the detective in the case prematurely concluded this was not a crime of violence. But the information provided is deficient, and the lack of transparency strongly suggests foul play is involved. Courtney acknowledges that Toby did not have a weapon. 
She has no injuries to support her story or imminent danger. Additionally, Courtney still has yet to explain exactly what happened leading up to Toby's murder. We have every reason to believe that his death was the result of unwarranted and unprovoked violence. We want to see that justice is served. And I definitely do too. With family, you may not agree with every action or statement made, but it is my duty to zealously fight for my brother. No family should have to go through what we are experiencing. We have a long legal battle ahead of us to ensure justice is served. I need your support. My family needs your support. We cannot do this without community. God bless you all, Jeffrey. And he put, he has hashtag justice for Christian, justice for Christian Toby. So that, that's what the brother had to say. That was his statement. And um, I agree. Um, I, I totally agree. I hope he, his brother get the justice that he deserves. I hope that the family um, get the justice that they deserve and they get the peace that they need. And I hope that he's resting in peace and, you know, and everything like that. I definitely send my condolences. But um, that's all I have to say. You know, that's all I have to say about it. So I wanted to bring that up because I totally forgot to talk about that. I breeze right through it. So, yeah, see you guys later. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys had fun and you enjoyed yourself. Make sure that you go and follow all of my social media accounts and make sure that you subscribe to all of my YouTube channels. I truly, truly appreciate the support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will see you guys in the next one. Peace.